Praise the name of the living God. We find ourselves in the season of the harvest for souls. Hallelujah. No matter what the enemy is doing, as sin is abounding, as wickedness is on the increase, the grace of God that brings salvation abounds even more unto all mankind. And you are alive today as a citizen of heaven, as a child of the Most High God, (laughs) as part of the heavenly family of Jehovah, Uh, to be his voice, to be his eyes, to be his hands, to be his legs, to be his love to somebody. Hallelujah. You are blessed and highly favored. No matter what you have been dealing with before today, ah, begin to step into the place of your God-given identity and start marching forward in the strength of his power. For God is with you. Amen. You know, if we look at the time we are in, just have the impression on my heart that is a time to pray more than ever before. And so, today, I have on my heart to challenge you as a citizen of heaven to start praying for the unsaved, to start praying for the unsaved loved one, the unsaved fellow workers, people around you. Hallelujah. And the question that you may ask, how do I pray for an unsaved loved one? Loved one, How do I pray? How do I go about it? Because sometimes it may feel like yeah, some believers will be praying for somebody for 10 years, 20 years, or even more, and we've not seen the salvation of the person. It could be discouraging. It could be disheartening. But the question is, have we learned as citizens of heaven, as the children of God, to pray specific targeted prayers based on the promises of God's word and continually hold on in faith uh, that God is faithful. And that brother, that sister that is lost today will be saved by the grace and the mercies of God. So I want to also challenge you that I'm not encouraging you to build the attitude that you have to do something to force God to save somebody. God wants every single lost person saved more than you and I want. God's heart goes out for every unsaved person. God's heart goes out for every unsaved individual. He wants to save mankind more than we want. 
So why are they not saved? Because in Titus chapter 2 verse 11, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. Not may appear, not can appear. It has appeared unto all flesh. So why are they not saved? And there is part of the brotherly love that we start interceding, that we step in the arena of prayer, praying specific prayers based on the promises of God, holding on in faith and steadfastly, patiently continuing prayer. Hallelujah. Knowing that he is faithful. Knowing that it is not us who are trying to convince God of the need to save somebody. But it is us agreeing with God on what he has released for the salvation of mankind. Hallelujah. So, I want to share with you a few thoughts about how to pray for an unsaved person. Many times when we pray for people, for example, somebody may pray, oh God, please save my brother. He needs to be saved. <laughs> yeah, it is prayer. It is prayer. But it is not the kind of prayer in faith, in agreement with what God wants to do depending on the mindset and the heart when we are praying. And sometimes after we've prayed, we see the person falls into, into sin and immediately in our prayer, we become like helpless in praying for this person. Somebody may go like, Lord, he got drunk last night again. Oh, Lord, he did this and got angry and this and that again. If you don't save him, he will cause a lot of problem for us. That is also not a good kind of prayer that we want to encourage ourselves. It's just more like complaining to God about a situation. So we want to go on. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Verse number four, it tells us it is because the God of this world, the God of this world, the devil, had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Take your time and look at this verse again. And it makes the problem clear. The problem is not that the unsaved person cannot be saved. It's not that the unsaved person is the problem. But we have to start praying. First, identifying that there is a devil. There is an enemy who influences. He exerts influence, control. Over the unsaved, knowingly to them or unknowingly to them, he holds them blinded in their minds. So they, they are not seeing what you are seeing. They are not hearing what you are praying. So that is the first place you want to start praying and 
dealing with whatever force, whatever power that is blinding the person you are desiring to see saved. So this month, if you like, you can make a list, have a name or two or three or how many ever you feel on your heart and go specific into this aspect of prayer where you are standing in the authority of Christ. Hallelujah. To do what? To bind the blinding spirit from their minds. Bible says that he's blinding their minds. Why? Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. Christ is the very image of God. And the devil does not want the glorious good news of the very image of God mm, to shine, to shine onto them. So what does he do? He blinds them. So you want to pray and deal with that force and that power. Hallelujah. That is the real problem. The real problem is not the person. The real problem is the power that is influencing, that is controlling the life of the person. So your first prayer steps are to pray that the devil will get out of the person's way. Hallelujah. Look at the way Jesus made this point. In Matthew chapter number 12, verse 29. How can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man? How? The question is, how can you enter into a strong man's house? Hallelujah. And spoil his goods. And spoil his goods and take from him what he has taken for himself. Um, except you first bind the strong man. So you need to step into that place of authority and bind the strong man. Because if you don't do that, you can't get that loved one, that brother, that sister, that neighbor, that friend, that working colleague saved. Hallelujah. Sometimes you need to deal with that spirit. Huh? the moment before you step into speaking the word of God to that person. Hallelujah. Before you speak the word. Sometimes that is the best time. Bind the force. Bind whatever spirit. Blinding the mind of the person. So he doesn't always want to hear the word of God. He always wants to avoid hearing the word of God. And all these experiences we have can hold us from releasing faith and from stepping out and sharing the gospel, the good news, so that the glorious gospel will shine <laughs> in their lives. We need, we need to step into this arena and bind a strong man. Somebody may ask, but I have not been called to exercise authority over somebody else. 
So what if the person does not want to be free to receive the gospel? Listen and listen carefully. It is God has given us free will. For the unsaved and those rejecting the gospel, the devil has seized their free will. The devil does not respect their free will like the way God respects the free will he has given to us. So the devil is an abuser and he steps in and he takes control over people's life without their permission. He influences. That is why he blinded them. So even they are saying things, they are arguing things, they are making choices and decisions not of their own free will. Hallelujah. There is no person in their free will, with clear understanding about the good news of Jesus Christ, that a person will reject it. But people are blinded and they are, their free will is no more their free will. They think it is their free will, but it's not their free will. So you need to first bind the strong man before they will be released Hallelujah. From the control of that strong man, then they can have their free will to make a decision. Think about it. Think about it. It is not about controlling the other person's will. It is about taking authority as a citizen of heaven, as a child of the Most High God, taking authority over the power, the force. Hallelujah. That God has given you all authority over. So that they will no more hold people bound. So you may pray a prayer like this. This is a prayer that I took from Kenneth Copeland. You may pray a prayer like this. You spirits operating in the life of my loved one. Blinding can put the name of the person blinding Victor to the gospel to keep Victor out of the kingdom of God. I bind you now. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. I carry his authority and righteousness. And in his name, I command you to desist in all your maneuvers. I spoil your house according to the word of God and I enter into it to deliver <laughs> my loved one from your hands. Hallelujah. There are different aspects to take note of, but we will build it up. But today, I'm challenging you to let the Spirit of God put somebody on your heart. And practice this. Just take the decision that I'm going to deal with the spirit that is holding this person bound. I'm bounding that spirit. And by the grace of God, when you deal with that, we will come to the second, the next step. But today, take that with you. That is the way you have to start specifically praying for your loved ones. Deal with whatever spirit is behind their behavior. Deal with whatever spirit is behind their blindness. 
and don't make the mistake of thinking they are freely operating in their free will. Most of the time, when not all the time, the devil, the demonic forces, the spirit behind various um, um, behaviors, spirit that control different areas, take control over the will of people. We come against them. As we step out, Lord, as an army filled with your love in these last days to stand up, proclaim the gospel, and see the salvation of the lost. We stand in your grace. We stand in your authority. We step out, Lord. And we thank you that we are going to see. My Lord, we are going to see the sick healed. But we are also going to see the unsaved saved today. In the name of Jesus. You put the right words in our mouth. You put the right words in our heart. And by your grace, you stir up your authority in us. And we pray with authority. We speak to the devil. Hallelujah. What he has to do. And he obeys. And we thank you for your victory. Your victory, Lord Jesus, that those who are blinded by the devil, as we go into their space, being the career of your light, the atmosphere is created for them to be open for the gospel. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that our paths are blessed and opportunities and doors fling open for us to begin to make highest impact in seeing the lost saved. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.